You're listening to Real Health with me, Carl Henry, in association with Activia. Activia offers a range of yogurts that help support a healthy gut. Your gut is where it all begins. Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry. Welcome to the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. Folks, we're bringing you a very special edition of the Real Health Podcast today. We are on set in Braemore Castle on the brand new Operation Transformation set, chatting with our three wonderful experts, Aoife Hearn, Dr. Eddie Murphy and Dr. Sumi Dunn. Thank you for joining me, guys. How's it going? Good, thanks. Yeah. How was Christmas? Fun, yeah. Looking forward to chatting today. Carl? So, brand new set, brand new show. We have a brand new GP this oh, year, Dr. Sumi Dunn. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. If you're listening in, we're all a little bit hyper because uh, <laughs> we're all fresh after Christmas and it's our first day of, of recording on set. Um, Dr. Sumi Dunn, tell us a little bit about you. Tell our listeners a bit about you um, and where you're from and what, you're, and, and, uh, what the plan is for the show. So, um, I've been here since 1999. As you can tell, I'm born and bred County Leash. I'm not really. <laughs> no, no, I'm from London. Uh, so, I came here in 1999, followed a man over here, and have been in County Leash since, working as a GP. Also work with the College of Surgeons as a lecturer in general practice. So, get the both of seeing patients on the real ground and doing the academic work as well. So what I'm hoping is, you know, to bring a little bit of everything into the show this year. So bringing all the academic stuff in, but translating it down to what really works for people uh, and what is happening at the moment and what's topical for everyone as it goes. What is topical currently in terms of in, and what you're seeing as a GP? What, so I- what issues <coughs> are important? What do you hope to highlight? So what I'm seeing and what the show really highlights is the increasing epidemic of obesity. And we can't get away from that. And I'm seeing that in the younger cohort of patients. I'm seeing that through our teenagers. And I'm seeing that in our adults as well. And what we need to be doing is helping people to make good sustained changes. Not faddy things things that are going to give them the change and carry them through, you know, for many, many years. And the impact of that is phenomenal because those that have made the change see it in all kinds of aspects, from joint health to blood pressure to sugar levels to even catching infections. And I, you know, that's one of the things about Operation Transformation. I always think that it's it's a population-based health initiative. And uh, where there's free food advice mm-hmm. and good free, everything's about it has to be free and publicly accessible. And, and that's, you know, it's a real uh, banner that we should be highlighting what it does and why we do it. And, and of course, anything we do on the show is, it's not fatty. It takes hard work. It's yeah. cooking more, Aoife. It's yes. exercising more from Absolutely. my perspective. It's setting goals, Eddie, and setting targets. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk about stuff that is real. And it's a really important banner and promotion for what hard work and hard graft Absolutely. can do. Absolutely. And I think a key, certainly working in the community, is, you know, being cognizant of the fact that this has to be cost neutral. You know, you can't be throwing money at this because money doesn't give you results. It's what you want from within that's actually going to give you what's going to happen, the results that everyone's looking for. And that takes time. Yeah, and, and I suppose, sorry, cut over you as always. Um, <laughs> it is like it's about empowering people, isn't it, to make better choices, you know, and I suppose we're all, you know, regulated health professionals. And I know you and I feel really strongly about that. We do. Especially we won't mention influencers just yet. Just, especially just yet. <laughs> in the area of nutrition <laughs> and exercise, though, you know, and I think it's really important that the public are really provided with strong, sound information that is not faddy, but 
it worked, you know? So it's understanding that, you know, we're not trying to, I suppose, exploit people, which I think can happen in this area too, you know? Yeah, so let's talk food for a sec. Uh, <laughs> the website, the recipes, yes. uh, what's new, what's different? So this year, um, I really wanted to take people on a journey through the recipes. So week one and two are super easy. We use jarred sauces. We use packet wow. sauces, wow. which we've never Aoife done Hearn, before. My God. Um, Shock. Shocker. Shocker. Heard it here first. <laughs> Can I do that with my kids? Well, so the idea is <laughs> that it's week one and week two, and you go, so you use, for example, a packet shepherd's pie packet mix, yep. and then by the end of it, you're making it yourself. Okay, so, so it's, it's, it's about taking another barrier away from people with yeah. who are scared of cooking, who mm -hmm. don't cook at all, and we're saying, you know what, it's okay to use jars and sauces to uh, start with. Yeah, and again, I suppose it's to help build people's confidence, right, so that they know, okay, this is what I can do now, but by the end of the eight weeks, look where I am and I am able to do this but also it's kind of for me a fallback position that when you're really time pressed and you know that you can use a jarred sauce and it's still better than getting a takeaway mm -hmm. you know so there has to be some middle ground I think you know and I suppose coming to your point Zoe, like none of the recipes for me are ever to be looked at in isolation I find it really interesting sometimes the comments people have about my recipes. I use real butter. I use cooking cream, which is a little lower in fat, but I use cream. I, I don't use any fat-free, sugar-free products, really. And is that something people should make a, a, a change they should make in their own lives? Because around this time of the year, mm -hmm. they're doing all the promotions, diet, yeah. sugar-free, fat-free, yeah. all mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Should they go back to natural, normal foods? I think it is about, you know, I read something recently that we should start moving away from saying healthy versus unhealthy food and come into food versus processed food. So it, it is about trying to use more And I actually, I really, really, somebody actually yeah. mentioned to me a tweet, I can't remember who you were, but whoever you were, I promised I was going to start <laughs> thinking that way more. So I'm starting as I mean to go on. That's a really but simple one. Food yes. and process. Yeah. Food yeah. versus process is and great. It, and for me, it takes the emotion out of it. It takes the guilt out of it or, you know, good food, bad food. It's about food and it's about processed food. We want more real food. And there's always going to be some processed food in our diet. And I suppose when we look at our recipes some of them are higher in calories some of them are lower but they all fit into a four week eight week plan mm -hmm. so i think that's what i want people to focus more on like some of the recipes there's one that maybe has 600 calories a little bit more you're not meant to be eating that recipe every night for the rest yeah. of your life you know what i mean yeah, yeah, so no, it absolutely. all fits in within a week and that's what i want people i suppose to understand but starting more to use more real ingredients i think is really really important and enjoy food just because you enjoy food doesn't mean you can't lose weight or be mm -hmm. healthy you know that's, that's a amazing. really key point which i like to see in general practice mm -hmm. you can enjoy food and you don't have to restrict yourself and you don't have to be miserable in order to lose weight there is that conception that if, you, if you're trying to lose yeah. weight that oh i have to be miserable That's i can't crap. eat ever again it's all lettuce exactly. and, and whatever yeah. and yeah. you know the reality is they're short-term quick fixes well, uh, and one of the things I find uh, over the years is the, the whole life skill of cooking. Yeah. And if it, like, we have seen, uh, maybe, uh, like, I'm always shocked about the, I the capacity or the lack of capacity yeah. for mm. the people to prepare just simple meals. Well, I, like, that was probably, that's my biggest learning from yeah. being on the show. Yeah. I never knew, first of all, how poor people's cooking skills were, but also how the historical... Um, habits of planning and doing one big shop how we've really lost that i think during the celtic tiger we lost it mm -hmm. yeah. and how i really always want people to get back to planning your meals checking what's in your cupboards making a shopping list going to the mm. supermarket and sticking to your list and bringing you kids know? into that Eva. yeah isn't that like oh. adolescents and kids but yeah. rather than and it being a shared task yes. you know because and you know because part i'm actually 
I don't have time to read. It was my New Year's resolution to read more, <laughs> but I don't. So I, I but well I have. You have three young children at home now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three I'm, under six. And I know yeah. I'm going to be driving a lot in the next eight weeks. So I've downloaded a lot of audiobooks. Yeah, great. And so I'm great listening stuff. to Michelle Obama's Becoming right now, oh, yeah. which I'm loving. But one of her things, and it was, she said how her mother raised her and her son was they were raising adults. They weren't raising babies. And I love it. That's and I think that concept. is really, yeah. really important for our, for parents to understand that yes, as the kids are small they can't cook a dinner but they can look at you doing it they can you can bring them to the supermarket even though it's really hard and believe me when I have the three of them hanging out at me in the supermarket I don't look one bit glamorous <laughs> and I'm tearing my hair out sometimes and everybody looks into your trolley <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 everybody everybody's looking into your trolley can you imagine there? coming to County Leash in 1999 <laughs> and throwing the turmeric <laughs> <laughs> and a few of the other bits into the trolley and everyone looks, What's are that? you going to be feeding himself that? I know. But he loves it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I know. But like, I think bringing kids to the supermarket, they need to be part of the process. Like they start indeed, helping yeah. when, okay. even like Dylan's only just turned four and like he can help preparing meals a little bit, you know, and they love learning those mm. life skills, you know. So it's, it's so given, it is giving them life skills and leading um, by example in terms yeah. of how you eat, how you exercise, mm -hmm. in terms of your mood and your mental health. And the language and around eating. Completely. So no diet. But simple. It's, it's so interesting Aoife's just said that because again, in general practice, what I see is that we've got this large proportion of, let's say, 50-year-olds and 60-year-olds that are not as clued in to diet mm -hmm. and health mm -hmm. and the impact. And they would be really that fast food generation that yeah. would have had that impact of advertising, packaged food, convenience aspects, mm -hmm. and then compare them, let's say, take up a generation to their 80-year-old parents or their aunts and uncles, and they are super healthy because it's yeah. going back to exactly what Aoife had said. They are used to preparing from source. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They've come in, they've cooked their meals. It's still, you know, wholesome nutrition, and they eat and they buy the quantity that they need, and yeah. there isn't waste, and yeah. they're using good products. You know, one of the guys actually said to me, one of my older patients, well, if I can't pronounce it, I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. So, you know, all those monosaturated, <laughs> bloody bloody yeah, 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 you know, yeah, all yeah. of those additives, preservatives. And I thought that was really insightful mm. from an older patient. Mm. And it just, I mean, it's kind of a tip that I keep in my, uh, at the back of my head. And really interesting, I suppose, if we think about our ancestors, like, even if we looked at percentage carb, protein, fat, like, their carb percentage would have been very high compared to now a generation that is so anti-carb and carb-phobic, mm -hmm. but are heavier. You know, so I think we've kind of lost our way a lot and I suppose for me that's what we are here for Operation Transformation we're here to help bring them back a little bit to where we've come from and embrace a lot of the new technologies and different things along the way you know Dr. Eddie Murphy I haven't forgotten about you this time of year people are setting goals they're setting targets uh, I want to start with yourself in terms of I suppose the best way to set effective targets and effective goals. I know, you know your role in the show in terms of mental health and mental wellness. Well, just a little bit, a bit comment on that because I think, it's, I think what I want to see, this is the program, Operation Transformation, is about wellness, you know, and that includes all parts of our well-being, including our emotional well-being. Mm -hmm. And for the last 10 years, one of the things I really valued is that 
the program has brought out the secrecy of the counselling relationship. And by you, you, uh, our leaders, through their honesty and through their openness, have, be, have uh, created opportunities where they see how helpful conversations can happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes those helpful conversations need to be fierce conversations, and fierce in terms of uh, honesty mm -hmm. and rawness mm -hmm. and a capacity to confront people. And this year, I can tell you, there's going to be a couple <laughs> of confrontational <laughs> conversations, I believe, you I heard it here first on the Real Health Podcast. Out. Dr. Eddie, <laughs> <for> forecasting <laughs> stormy, stormy waters ahead. Well, that's I think just the will. <laughs> yeah. I think the will, you know, because... Uh, but sometimes that has to happen, isn't yeah. that true? Yeah, we need, yeah, of course, yeah in, when it's done in a supportive way, yeah. and Absolutely. not done in a, yeah. a way that is uh, shame-based or critical-based, well, it's, uh, it's done like, okay, this is what I think, it's a straight-up conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes in, in, in many of our leaders... They've haven't had either one. They haven't had straight up conversations with themselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. The people around them have, uh, have haven't had straight up conversations with them. And you know, I suppose the fact that we're one removed sometimes our voice, and we can have this straight up conversation, mm -hmm. but also give the person good tools around it. Yeah. So the whole area of mental health, I think we can't have wellness, our well-being, and and without uh, mental it's health, it's absolutely. crucial. It's, like it's crucial. Absolutely crucial. Nobody gets left behind. Okay. Yeah. 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 And uh, we're having increasingly having conversations, and if we're going to make a commitment, and really this is uh, so, too often people are told to do things. And I suppose if you see what we're doing as an invitation, we're inviting listeners today, we're inviting viewers, we're inviting people to make a commitment towards their future health. Mm -hmm. It's an invitation. I think when you frame things in an invitational way, um, people don't feel they're being told and then they rebel against being told. Yeah. And, and it's, yeah. it's taking that first step. So we invite people to follow a leader on the show. We invite people to get onto the website to cook the meals. And it's, it's, it's getting people to make that first step themselves, which is really important in terms of changing your health and your health habits, isn't it? So making that, making that uh, commitment. So identifying your goals. What is it that you want to do? Making them achievable, realistic. And, and you know, we talk about these smart goals, specific, measurable. So moving away from loose goals. Good, yeah. The best concrete example is about weight. Oh, I want to lose some weight yeah. rather than I want to lose two pounds per week for the, per week for the next eight weeks. You know, yeah, that, so the, first goal should, the first thing about your goals, they should be very specific. Very so if specific. it is weight, name the number yeah. and make, you know, that's the number you're going for. And the other thing, this, uh, week, um, we're, this year we have a spe specific focus on measurement. And oh, folks, you've, wait you've seen the first show at this stage. Uh, measurement this year is a huge, huge thing. We've done it behind the scenes for many years. You've yeah. never really got to see it before. Where this year we're taking body fats, we're taking body waters, we're taking bone densities, we're taking metabolic profiling. There's a huge amount of measuring going on. And this year, being able to see it at the weigh-ins yep. as you would have no, seen on, uh, on Wednesday night's show is a brilliant step forward for us that you can see it and then we can educate you as you watch the show on why these measurements are important. And you don't steal this line, but what gets <laughs> measured gets done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whoa. Ooh. Coming to it. Having done it all the way from a Smurfit MBA, you. right? That is study. And condenses it into three words, right? <laughs> Folks, if you're, you're listening in, this is behind the scenes Operation General Transformation uh, episode. We do this. Eddie brings us these lines every now and again. And you're like, that's just brilliant. And he'll hold it on until the way in and you throw it out there and keep it very secret <laughs> and you wish that you had that line as well because it's, he, always, he always brings the really good ones. Eddie, I want to talk to you about the, um, uh, about the circle of truth or okay. the circle of trust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. People will have seen that now on, uh, on Wednesday's show. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it and why it's so powerful. Okay. As, a, as, a, as, as something to do? I think it's a, it's a space where people come into in terms of the leaders have uh, written uh, all their, their plans, their goals, their wishes, their desires, 
But to come in and there's a, sp- a sense of uh, you cannot be judged in that circle. Mm-hmm. Because safe people, it's a very safe place. Yeah. yeah? And uh, it's actually probably, I would think, it's the one open, true group therapy process that I've ever seen in Irish life actually and it happens in in clinical spaces but never like that mm. i believe yeah. because people are v- very honest with each other and that's even though it's filmed it is i, I you know we're all there when when yeah. that yeah. when it's happening yeah. it's a phenomenally power you can feel very the rawness yeah. and the powerfulness very in the visceral. room you can feel it in your yeah. you know you're when you're looking into someone's eyes and you're hearing them talking about very hard stuff uh, really hard stuff and this you know over the years like we dealt with a lot of see a lot of Sometimes when it comes to food and eating mm-hmm. and exercise, I would say it's not what you're eating, it's what's eating you, mm-hmm. yeah. okay? And if we can tackle some of those issues in transformation mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. around grief, loss, shame, body image, body confidence, mm-hmm. uh, they're the type of things that, and this is the beauty of having a multidisciplinary component to this where people come in with look at f- physical health, look at the nutrition, movement, m- uh, mental well-being, you know, we're trying to, we're seeing this to support an individual to make change in their life. Mm-hmm. Life is about change and how we adapt with change. Yeah. We want to help you make those changes. We That's what the show yeah. has we existed want for, for 12 years. Yeah. And we want to push people outside this, these comfort zones and we want people to say, what would you do if you weren't afraid and get them really fighting for their health? Mm. They're fighting for their future health. Yeah. And Did I assume you? you were saying earlier on, she's seeing that in practice in terms of people who are coming in now in their 50s and 60s, they're showing signs of ageing that Absolutely. we would never seen before and we're seen seeing it younger and younger. We're seeing it younger and younger and what is more frightening is that we're also seeing this change in people in their 40s as well. So, you know, as each year goes by, we're seeing an effect in the younger and younger person. We need to intervene as a multidisciplinary team. On, on our own, I don't think we can get success, but together, I think there's a big change that comes forward. And it's that change, as Eddie was saying, and as Aoife is saying, to give them the skills to move it all forward, which is where I think we can impact health. And which has been, the, you know, the beauty of being involved here now is to say, let's all work and do this change together. And it has to be that, that, that multidisciplinary approach because it Absolutely. is food, it is exercise, it's mental health, it's the medical components Absolutely. of it. It's really, really important. Folks, you're listening to The Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare with me, Carl Henry. This is the Operation Transformation. I've been really excited about this episode, you by go the way. Go, go Carl Henry. Yeah. Go Carl Henry's podcast. I hope you'll get from uh, this interview that we are actually very good friends. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. People always wonder that. Are, are you really say, bitchy or are you really good friends? They say they like me so far. <laughs> We do. We like to. We're actually very close. We're very close. Sumi, people starting to exercise. uh, On the Operation Transformation website, we recommend they get a GP visit for a full checkup if they haven't exercised for a long time or if they're concerned. Is that a good idea to do? I think some of it is your own pragmatism as well. But if you are particularly overweight, uh, if you have any health issues already on board and if you're on any medication that might be affected by dietary changes or exercising then it's really important that you get your GP to oversee it. Mm. I think in the initial phase with everybody when people are really excited in that real honeymoon phase you can overdo it and what we will see uh, and to be aware of is a lot of joint type issues Mm -hmm. so issues with either sprained ankles or sore knees or low back pain. The important is the important thing is is to carry on going and not to give up at that point. And also medication is not always the answer. It may just be modification, rest, mm. 
rehabilitation, you know, very simple techniques and not going back to looking to be medicated for this. Will we see more of that in the future in terms of GP prescription for exercise, for prescribing walking, prescribing Absolute. the Operation Transformation website mm. in terms of the food plan or something like that? Completely. I mean, I, I regularly have conversations where I say to my patients, I am prescribing you exercise. And they look at me to say... <laughs> like you're nuts. Yeah, they look at me as if, you know, okay, it's that British bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a bit mad, those that Brits. one. Yeah, those Brits, you know. <laughs> There's the backstop, you know. Uh, Don't mention the backstop. Don't mention... No. But, uh, you know... But uh, so they look at me, but there is good sustained mm. evidence to say that regular exercise five days a week for more than 45 minutes that elevates your heart rate. And isn't that the key bit? Because Absolutely. on this year's show, you've seen on Wednesday night where we're, we're, we've got given each leader a Fitbit, want to track their health and measure their health. We know about 25% of people in Ireland now have some form of wearable technology device to track their health. But the actual, the key word there is the intensity of it. Completely. That strolling along, listening to the podcast, talking like you and I are talking now, that is an exercise. That isn't. And I will say that for someone that's getting walking, if you can answer your phone, if you can read a text, you're not walking fast enough. And to give them attainable goals. So some of my patients will find it impossible even to get to the surgery. So I was, why don't you walk to me instead of driving in? Mm. And then walk to me and walk back. So little things like that to yeah. make it safe, sustainable and attainable, which I think helps when we're looking at it from a community perspective. And I think that's really key. Well, two, t two points there. One is, I think a really good rule of thumb is, uh, go give your, when, you, when it's your birthday, go to your GP. That's hmm. a good prompt, right? Oh, yeah, so it's an yeah. annual. Yeah. So do, do an annual. It's like an NCT. On your, birth yeah, yeah. Yeah. On your birthday, go to your GP. At, on, in the week of your birthday. Ooh, That's a good present. Do you like that one? <laughs> <laughs> you like it, don't you? Yeah, I do I like it. I, 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 I likes it because it's 65 quid a pop. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> It's a very good investment. I we spend more in our cars than yeah, we do yeah. in our ourselves. But it's about having a trigger, and we talk a lot what? about yeah. triggers talk for about triggers. healthy yeah. habits, yeah. and I that's a really good trigger. I think that's a good trigger. Yeah, because you can't yeah. forget your and birthday. You, and go, not just have a hat. I haven't been to my GP in four years, and he actually he rang me. I met him on the streets, actually, and he said, you haven't been in for ages, and I actually met him. I said, I actually haven't. So I went to him before Christmas. Like, you're very unhealthy, not exercising. Thankfully, I passed all the tests. I'd be worried if I didn't. But it is that you could because just life is so busy you actually do forget yeah. so the birthday thing is good I yeah, like it's that preventative yeah. maintenance and, yeah. and it's good and go with a shopping list you know yeah and because it's good I think and Sumi will probably confirm like it's good to have a reference point mm -hmm. yes your blood sugars your Absolutely. cholesterol levels your blood pressure your 20s your 30s your 40s your 50s your 60s yeah. because what often happens is people end up in front of me with a cholesterol you know of 7 and they're 50 and it's hard to know has it been like this for 30 yeah. years or what yeah, so yeah. those reference points are actually really important like those snapshot views only give us so, so little it, it information. It pulls back to what we've been since the shows began like 12 years ago. Uh, it's it's measurement and it's consistent measurement, yeah. whether it's uh, weighing in weekly, whether it's going to the GP once a year, yeah. whether it's whatever. But it, consistent measurement is one of the key tools for long-term health. And even emotional or measuring yeah, your sleep patterns presumably will be really uh, important. Uh, absolutely. Well, sleep is incredible actually Dan there's big evidence yeah. around lack of sleep and, and obesity don't levels don't talk to me about lack of sleep you know, <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about oh, lack of sleep I know. It's, 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 <laughs> just going through it's called ages how, and how, stages how young you is, know. You, is your youngest Aoife tell us uh, she's turned seven months seven months but okay. I'm getting more sleep with little Zoe than I am with my darling Alva who's two and a half oh, years wow. okay. yeah so anyways, it's a whole other. We could talk all day long. We'll have a session with the other half-year-olds. Oh, listen. So one of the other pieces that we talked about is the movement, Zoomi. But I think it's about how people struggle. 
our leaders struggle, people struggle now. It's the start of the year. They want to add health and well-being to their list and exercise. But I feel that if you add it to your already over to-do list, mm. it's going to not be sustainable. Mm -hmm. If you integrate it to your day, absolutely, this is where the secret sauce is yep. in terms of uh, completing good physical challenges and mm -hmm. stuff like that. If you can integrate it yeah. within so your day. So simple changes that are integrated into your lifestyle. So walking a little bit more yes. to work or, ta or taking out the bus or the train one stop earlier, using the stairs instead of the lifts. Just a small little change, adding more colour into your diet in terms of food yeah. and sort of the blander foods. Yeah. What I've Just said to parents quite often is that don't drive them to the school gate. You know, mm. you know, 15 that minutes. That cracks me up. 15 uh, minutes away that you can still see them, you know, you can trail them, but let them walk that 15 minutes. I think we've become very overprotective yeah. Yeah. around our children yeah. because I remember, you know, walking a mile and a half to school, getting the train, and this was in London. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, my and there was no phone and there was no tracking device. My yeah. parents just relied on the fact that I'd get there and I'm a nerd, I'd stay there. <laughs> I'd come home, I wouldn't go missing in action. So, I, and there is that kind of overprotection mm, nowadays yeah. where we feel we need to, you know, helicopter over our kids the whole time. Mm. You know, that walking to school is such an important thing. And I think some of the Dublin schools actually have WOW, Walk on Wednesday, oh, yeah. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great. And it's yeah. great to see that. Yeah. But I'd love to see that rolled out yeah. around. Yes. Oh, well, if you're a teacher or a principal listening, and that way, I like that. Wow, Walk on Wednesday yeah. is cool. Walk yeah. on Wednesday, yeah. Wow. Okay, um, I'm going to pull you guys down to tips. We'd like to give our listeners very simple takeaways um, for any of our guests that come on the show. Because that very much listening to the podcast is all about. It's raising awareness of your health and then taking some, some key takeaways. So I'm going to start with Aoife for three really simple tips. No pressure. About Sorry. food, about what okay. people are eating, and how they can improve that in the new year. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be first, so okay then. <laughs> That's because I pointed my finger <laughs> 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 towards you. Yeah, you kind of put you in the corner. Um, yeah. Start with right. Well, number one would be to really make a shopping list every week. Okay. Now, the beauty of Operation Transformation is that it's right there for you. So what I would really like people to get into the habit of is using our shopping list mm -hmm. so that when the show is over, they're in that habit that that time is set aside every week. And of course, right. this year we have an app that people have, have the shopping app. list on, which yep. is great. So it's there on your phone. You have no yep. excuses. Yep. Yep. Um, the second is in the supermarket to go to the produce section first and fill, you know, 30%, 40% at least of your trolley with fruit and veg. So really make sure that you're getting more of the good stuff in. Mm -hmm. um, and then the third thing I would say is really start to banish diet mentality. So there's no good food, bad foods. We're not talking about people's big bums or fat arms or whatever you may use, that there's this idea of fat-free talk because we're really damaging our young people, especially yeah. <coughs> with all of this talk around it, so that when you catch somebody saying it, you either just let it wash over you or you have some kind of a line to kind of banish it. But I think it is you know, really moving away from that diet mentality enjoying your food but for me like a lot of times my tips are never about the food itself because I think the habits and behaviours around the food are what make that habit easier to do and we want that healthy habit to be easy we want triggers for healthy habits so making a shopping list make going to the produce section first get, making sure most of your trolley really has fruit and vegetables in it and then really kind of trying to tackle that language around weight and that really it's not our business 
you know, it is our business on the show because people are coming to us asking for our help. But, you know, if somebody is walking down the street and is five stone overweight and you've got your seven-year-old in the car, there's no reason to comment on that person because you really don't know. It's not your business. So I, I do think we need to start focusing on ourselves and our families and what we can do to make our families healthier. That doesn't always make mean about making them thinner and skinny. It's about creating a really healthy relationship with food within the family unit because that's what's going to keep going on and on. And we need to break this cycle, for me, I think anyway, of really damaging language around and this diet mentality and understanding that you know food industry is not there for our health they are there to make money here, here. Love it. Yeah. dr Sui. so you know very much moving forward what i'm really aware of is that i'd like to see more prescriptions for exercise uh, and i will happily prescribe exercise to people and let's remove this taboo to say pains and aches can always be fixed with tablets mm. some of them will need that i'm not moving away from that and i'm not detracting from that but a lot of it can be aided by doing exercise that's easy and sustainable and it's not going to cost money so that very simple walking a little bit further yeah. so i'd really like to see more of that coming from a community based aspect you know prescribing exercise i think overall and i'm really aware at this time of year we're in the height of flu season if anyone hasn't been vaccinated i'd really strongly urge everyone to go out and get their flu vaccines uh, there's been you know announcements on the radio particularly nasty strain has just landed here in ireland also to include the swine flu uh, previously we had quite a few hospital admissions and they're predicting the same again in vulnerable groups to include pregnant women mm. uh, and also the elderly and the young. So just be vigilant. If you had previously had this swine flu, do you need a top up? You do. You do. You do, because what happens with viruses each year, they mutate, they replicate. So this is why an annual vaccine is important yeah. and one doesn't cover you, mm -hmm. unlike some vaccines that will give you three or four mm -hmm. years immunity around that. And right. that's because of the changing pattern of this particular virus. And I think finally, that when you, when you look at exercise and you look at something, make sure that it's something that you enjoy doing. There's no yeah. point if I'm saying, go out and do five days worth of exercise and you're looking at me and say that mad Brit again yeah. you know it's got to be something that you really have you really had that said to you a few times before oh, <laughs> oh yeah it's just, normally muttering on the way out the door that bleep 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 mad Brit uh, or a few other things well, uh, he's often the mad word, word as well as the fat word oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mind the mental health part of the house oh, here, so yeah, I will. No, uh, Ready, come on, give us your three tips. Okay, well, I think, <laughs> you know, I, I want people to uh, embrace emotional wellness, you know. Mm. Um, movie, I don't want people to be miserable. <laughs> you know, yeah. Just because you're making changes to your life, it's not about being miserable and feeling that you're being deprived. Figure what you're doing and, and you know, how, too many people, I want people this year to figure about how can they be their real self, mm. not uh, putting an energy into a false front, but into their true, true self. Um, that's one of the things. So how, uh, what is it that makes you we feeling well? It's your social support, your family, your friends, and figure out what keeps you well. If you think about the last time that you felt happy, supported, uh, uh, where you weren't substance, it wasn't substances involved, right? Thankfully, <laughs> 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 just like alcohol over Christmas or something like that. Well, just, think of, just think of things about wellness. And we live, our, Ireland, you know, a lot, sometimes um, our environment plays a lot in terms of our health mm. and well-being. Mm. Uh, mm. Poverty plays a big mm. role in this. Yes. But we live in, a, I believe, Ireland is a pristine country. 
for health and well-being. We mm. don't get extremes of temperature. We can get out. We've beautiful. Um, there's we call it bl in the blue and in the green. Mm. And there's you can go forest bathing and you can go into the sea. There's so many things we can forest do. Forest bathing. Forest bathing. What's like that? that. Yeah. Forest bathing has been in the green. Yeah. Uh, when we're in green, okay. it has a very on big I'm just going to just walking in the woods. Yeah, naked and naked. But walking in the woods. Watch out, County Leash. Has a profound influence in our immune system. And it, yeah. it, it tones down all our stress responses yeah. and uh, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah. So I recommend get out into the green, yeah. get out into the blue and uh, embrace change this year. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. I would just say I didn't get my third one in and it's like, let's not be a fair weather family. Just because the weather's miserable doesn't mean you have to stay in. Yeah. You know, tog up appropriately. You can get out there and you can exercise every day in the appropriate clothing. Yeah. Just prepare for it. Yeah. Folks, uh, that is the Operation Transformation episode of the Real Health Podcast in association with Leia Healthcare. Remember, uh, Operation Transformation is on, is on your screens every Wednesday night at 9.30 p.m. Tomorrow is uh, Saturday and it's the National Walk Day. So get out there, support your walk, support your leaders. Mm -hmm. We're going to have thousands of people all around Ireland out walking. And we're mad about walking on Operation Transformation. You'll see it every single year. Above all, remember, don't forget to rate and review. And if you have any questions, you can email us. It's realhealthatindependent.ie or at carlhenrypt on Twitter and on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week. Thanks. Woo! Bye. <laughs> Leia Healthcare. It's good to live. Proud sponsor of the Real Health Podcast with Carl Henry.